Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Four five Dalit Hay, Perky Office Treasury, Season 2 of the PAL. Rav Yochanan ben Broka Omer, Rav Yochanan ben Broka says, Whoever desecrates the name of heaven in secret, they will exact punishment from him in public. Echad Shogig, the Echad Mazen, Bechil Hashem. Unintentional and intentional both are alike regarding desecration of the name. Chila Hashem, we should never know from such things, is a very big deal and a very bad thing to do. We have to make sure to watch out for that at all costs. Rabbi Yochanan ben Broca says, quoted many times in the Mishnah and more extensively in Tosef and Bryce's, a student of Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanani was a third generation Tana. When he and his colleague Rabbi Elazar Chesma once visited with Rabbi Yeshua at Bikin, the teacher asked them if they could report any ideas or thoughts. Advanced in the hall that day, they replied, We are your students, we drink of your waters, what can we teach you? Nonetheless, under his insistence, they repeated the lecture of Elizabeth and Azaria. Rabbi was impressed and praised that you had a precious jewel in your hands and almost didn't allow me to enjoy its brilliance. Rabbi Yochanan was apparently a bridge figure between the third and fourth generations of Tanem, since his disputants are occasionally those of the later generation. Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Elazar Chesma reported the explanation for why the Torah commands us to bring even infants to the Hakel reading of the book of Deuteronomy in order to give reward to adults who bring them from Chagigah. Rabbi Yeshua was particularly overjoyed with this interpretation since his mother had always brought him as an infant into the study hall to be exposed to the beautiful and inspiring sound of Torah study. Deuteronomy. It's always good to bring kids with you, even if you have to learn, even if you have to bring the carriage with you to shul. It's very good to bring the kids, let them hear the words of Torah, let them hear the words of davening. How great would that be if we could do that? Whoever desecrates the name of heaven in secret, desecration of the name involves the sort of conduct that leads onlookers to think or say that observant Jews act in an unworthy manner. The sort of conduct that causes this varies from person to person for some. Even to take a few paces without studying Torah is a desecration. For ordinary people, rudeness, dishonesty, and the like would be considered a desecration. Remember, when you're walking around, when you have the kippah on your head, you're walking as a prince of Hashem, you're walking as a prince of God, and you have to you have to make sure you, awa- you walk and you present yourself in such a manner and that you carry the mantle of Torah lifestyle and the values of the Jewish people with you and, and make sure to be a good positive influence and good positive force because people are looking at you. People are watching you and seeing what you're doing and you have to carry the Jewish people the mantle of it with pride and to make a good Kiddush Hashem sanctifying God's name and not, God forbid, the, the opposite. Chavetz Chaim always cautioned his son to avoid any behavior that could cause a Chil Hashem. Once the young man protested he was not a rabbi or a scholar, and no one would consider his errors as grounds for denigrating God and his servants, but the Chavetz Chaim said, you're wrong. If you were to chastise others, they would probably say that you are not qualified to offer criticism, but if you once made a mistake, people will say, look at the terrible thing that Golan and Sadiq did. The point is that everyone is viewed in various ways, and that people will usually describe him in terms that suit their own selfish interests at any particular moment. Be careful. People are always around you. People are always going to see from you and learn from you. They'll exact punishment from in public since the perpetrator's sin was committed privately and his punishment was exacted publicly. It is necessary that his sin become public knowledge so that people will not question God's sense of justice from Rashi. Man will not succeed in hiding from God or from his fellow man behind a facade of righteousness. Even though he sinned privately, he'll be publicly punished. When one sins... Because he lacks fear of God rather than out of weakness of character, he will often do so privately to protect his own reputation. Such a person deserves to be publicly punished in order to besmirch the reputation he so fervently sought to protect. 
However, one who cannot resist temptation but has sins privately in order not to desecrate God's name publicly is repaid in kind because he is concerned with God's honor. The true judge will preserve the sinner's prestige and punish him privately, not publicly. From Tiferes Rome, unintentional and intentional, both are alike by desecration of the name. By definition, the unintentional sin described by the word shogging involves carelessness, so that even though the person did not mean to sin, the transgression would not have taken place if the sinner had had a proper sense of the seriousness of what might occur. Similarly, a driver who killed a pedestrian through a careless driving would not be charged with murder, but is nonetheless responsible to degree. One who does things that bring God's name into disrepute, God forbid, shows contempt for him, and that is the most serious of all sins especially because of the effect it has on others. Even an unintentional desecration is serious if it is the result of insufficient care or concern. Just as people would not be careless when the health and life of a loved one is involved, so too one who is truly concerned with God's honor will not permit an unintentional desecration to take place. Because it is so serious a sin, one who could have avoided or prevented it cannot excuse himself by saying it was unintended. So do what we can to bring sanctification to God's name whenever we can, as often as we can, and not, God forbid, to do the opposite. Let's talk next time about someone who studies Torah and the abilities he's given to study and to teach here on the PAL with Tani G. And I'm your host, Tani G.